0: Joining us, Lane Grindle. I, I don't think we've ever actually face to face now, but you, we've talked a bunch of times during last season.
1: I feel like we know each other really yeah. well, even though this is the first time. But that's uh, no, it's good. It's good to finally meet you in person, Steve. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. So you know, all of us are ramped up. It's opening day. It's hard not to get charged up about that as an announcer. Anything you do differently to kind of get back in the? I know you've been doing some games. Yeah,
1: not necessarily. I mean, there, you, you have your opening day traditions. Jeff Lovering and I were talking about this while we were in Montreal uh, earlier this week. That you remember just... to bring your passport. <laughs> yeah. I did remember mine. Yes. God, all right. Yes, uh, I, I had to renew mine before the 17th season. when I we went to Toronto, so I knew I had it. Um, but no, uh, we were talking about this in in Montreal. There, there are just little things you do on opening day that kind of get you ready for the season, right? It's it's a big journey, you know ahead of you and there's all this optimism with day one which makes it so much fun but um there is that moment where you kind of retire to yourself and and just take it all in and enjoy it there's the obligatory picture of the opening day up right. on the screen there's all those fun things that come along with it normally i'm down here like 6 a.m on opening day uh, i was able to come a little later today than normal um so it was a little different it was kind of weird waking up getting my kids off to school i actually worked out real quick before i came down here that's not ever happened on opening day before. So I was like, I, I feel like I shouldn't be doing this. I feel like I need to get down to the ballpark. So it's it's good to be here. It's good to get this thing started. And I think everybody's waiting for this season. For uh, been waiting for this season since the last out of the NLCA. Well,
0: I was going to say we, we all had that you know the the downturn or down, you know the, the depression of that game set of loss to the Dodgers. And, and now here we are with a team that might be even better, although there's some injury concerns. How are you looking at this team at going into 2019? Well, I think
1: one of the things, uh, for me, this lineup is one of the best lineups in baseball. It's, it's probably as deep of a lineup as you're going to see in baseball. Um, there's other teams that would be in that conversation for sure. But I think the Brewers are right there in the thick of that conversation. And, and it's very balanced right to left, which gives Craig Council a lot of different options when he puts his lineup together every single day. Obviously, people right now are looking at the bullpen and, and wondering how are they going to piece together those 27 hours, right. which was so strong for them a year ago, with the injuries to Jefferson. Canable. sounds like good news on Jefferson. Um, hopefully, he'll be back in, in the next couple of weeks to the end of. April at the latest, which is very good news. Um, you know, the Canabel thing, we'll wait and see exactly how that spot, plays then? out. Who
0: takes Canabel's spot? Well, so
1: that the guy that I'm looking at, and and I think that um, it'll be a little bit by committee early on, where Craig Council goes by the matchups and sees who's hot and rides a hot hand. But the guy that, in my opinion, has the kind of stuff. He certainly has the experience, and he has the swing and miss stuff, which I think is important at the back end of a bullpen, is Junior Guerra. Um, When Junior Guerra has his fastball command working, he has 94 to 96. He's got that swing and miss splitter. He's got a changeup now that he's working in. He also has a pretty good slider. That's a lot of stuff for a guy at the back of a bullpen. I think that he could be a guy that gets the ball late, maybe not right away, but I think he could emerge if he pitches well to start the year. Interestingly, I, I listen to a lot of the, the national commentators, and, and the Brewers still aren't getting a lot of love. It's, well, you know, we, maybe they've got a chance, but uh, they're probably going to finish third behind the Cardinals and the Cubs. And Did you buy any of that? No, I, I really don't, and I don't think this team does. I don't think they worry about that sort of thing. They know where they were a year ago. They know why it worked. I think that's the important thing. When you're, when you're good... Part of the reason why you're good is because you know how you need to win. You know what you need to do to win, and this team understands that about themselves. They're very self-aware, if you will. So I think they know what their recipe is, and they're comfortable with it, and they're ready to go attack it again for another year. They know the Cardinals are going to be better. Uh, They know this is a team today that is going to be in the race pretty much until the end, right there with them in the Central, and they know the Cubs are going to be there too. And they also know that the Pirates have a good pitching staff and that the Reds are an improved team. And so uh, this is going to be one of those years where there's going to be a stretch of 10 days at some point where everybody's going to be panicking. And the important thing is, now that the Brewers have been through this a couple of times in the middle of races, in 17 and now in 18 and coming out on top, they've been through it. They're not going to panic in those moments. They'll just kind of keep the ship going in the same direction and, and probably come out... In pretty good shape, I think, when it's all last, said and done. Last year, Christian Yelich all-world year. Just and, you know, yeah. and, and maybe you can repeat that. That's a lot to ask. Is there some other player that should be on our radar screen besides? Maybe it's going to have this breakout year. Well, uh, breakout's tough because I think most of these guys are established now. I mean, all these guys. When you talk about Lorenzo Kane, he's a multi-time All-Star. Um, obviously, Yelich won the MVP. Bronze won an MVP before. But the guy that I think could have a big, big year for the Brewers is Mike Moustakis. Because of the left-handed power in this ballpark, great American ballpark within this division. I mean, Wrigley can play can right. play small to right field as well. I think Mike Moustakis has the potential to be a 35-plus home run guy this year. Well, how
0: about the addition of Yasmani Grandal? He could hit 30 homers playing in this ballpark. Absolutely. He wanted to come here.
1: Absolutely. And both of his home runs this spring were actually from the right side, which is rare. I mean, most of his power comes. From the left side. I I think that his offensive addition from the catcher spot, he's a great pitch framer. I think he's going to work with these pitchers really well. But the offense that he provides from that spot, again, goes back to what we talked about originally, where there's just so much depth to this lineup. There is just not an easy out.
0: Lane Grindle, Brewers radio announcer, have a wonderful opening day. Thanks for taking a few moments to stop by.